All right, a special edition of the Behind the You podcast. Not often we get an ACC Rookie of the Year on here. Ruben Bain joins us. Ruben, a pleasure. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for having me also. Of course. Now, let's go back to that video, sir. You walk out of Mario's office. He stops you. He says, oh, one more thing. I got to call your parents. And you thought what? I thought I was in trouble. I can't lie. Once he told me that, I'm, that's, my mind just went blank. I'm like, what did I, what I did give him to call my mom my dad? Yeah, anything go through your head? I can't imagine you've done anything bad. I haven't, so that's why I was so confused. I'm like, where do you got to call my mom and my dad for? How'd he play it? He play, How would you rate him on a scale of 1 to 10? How was his acting? Definitely a 10, because I actually was scared for a minute. <laughs> so you've had a couple days now. Has it sunk in? Like, what? Now that you've had a couple days to reflect on it, how does it feel to be the ACC Rookie of the Year representing the University of Miami? It feels good, man. This is something I've been thinking of for a while, especially since I got to college. And really just looking back on it, I just feel like all work been paid off and not everything just come to life. So I was going to ask you that. Is it something you thought about? Is this something you wanted? Is, this, is, is it a goal you had? Yes, it's one of the goals that I had. Yes, it is. And it was a goal before the season, like during the season? Like when did you set the goal, this is what you wanted? The moment I signed that letter of intent to come in this morning. All right, so I, I shortchanged you by a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a couple. Yeah, so legitimately, this is like a, you sign the paper, put your stamp on things, I want this award. Yes. And Coach Cristobal talked about it with you as well. Yes, he did. Actually, when I was a recruit, he came. I was just um, around the facility, and I had a, like a, a small one-on-one -on -one talk with him in his office. And he was just telling me that uh, – I think this is after I committed on my OV, I believe. He told me that once I get here, we're going to do what we do. And by the end of December, I'll be flying on a jet or a plane to uh, Charlotte. It'll be accepting the award, and I was actually here. So we're in the dorm room right now as we're taping this, correct? Yes. So I think behind you, we got like a rack of hats? Yes, we do. And then we got a TV to the other side? Yes. Okay, so where are we putting the trophy? Uh, I got a little trophy set up in my mom's house with all the trophies that I have won. Now, how many trophies are there? Probably about five. Then I got my rings there. There are about five of them. What are the five trophies, if you remember? I know it's the Natmore Trophy. Just down, it's the small like trophies I got from like end of the year awards on my team in high school. Then some Optimist awards and like a Super Bowl trophy from Optimist. Where'd you play Optimist? Well, I played a couple parts. I started out at Northside, then I went to Glen Cherry, then Miami Garden Ravens, and finished my last year at Scott Lake Vikings. You were a Raven too. Can we consider you a Raven? Uh, yeah, you can. If these guys come in, you better be a Raven. Yeah, uh, that's so crazy because I was I'm like the age above them. When I was at the Ravens, we used to scrimmage each other every day. Oh, really? Always. Oh, you screwed that that group you screwed or not that group that age group? Yeah, that age group it was always because they, they always wanted to play up. I felt like that's why they were so good. So they was always scrimmaging us. And sometimes I can't even lie, they gave us run for our money. <laughs> all right so now the trophy's gonna go to mom's house will it go front and center on the mantle it's bumping all the other trophies right uh i gotta see how it look she gotta make some space really but definitely gonna see what happens 
Ruben, I, in prepping for this, I had to cram some stuff in here before we did it tonight. I did go back and watch. I actually went back and kind of skipped through the Nat Moore Award, the show on CBS. You bumped Ray Ray Joseph, man. Uh, no, I never bumped Ray Ray, man. No, no, I'm saying like you beat him out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, but that was uh, just a good feeling. I remember when I first walked in, I seen him. He was the first person I told that I was going to UL. That's sort of like the biggest smile lit up on his face. You told him like in secret? Had you committed at that point? Secretly, yes, but I actually announced it like the day of when I won the trophy. Like, oh, that's when you announced it? Yeah, so I could be on TV. I had announced it. Oh, and he didn't know until you told him. No. Yeah, until I told him he didn't know. So he's pretty fired up. Yes, he was. He was pretty fired up. How was that night? That seemed honestly, I had I covered high school football back in the Dalvin Cook, Joe Yearby, Miami Central era. Probably your brother at some point. Yeah, yeah, that was my brother. Yeah, so Man, they do a good job with that. It looks like a Heisman Trophy. They put you for They put you in the front row. You know, they make the announcement like the Heisman Trophy. That was pretty cool. I can't lie. I was surprised myself walking in, seeing everything, how professional it was. It wasn't like some just like a little skimpy award ceremony. It was real deal. When you think of great football and baseball, you think about the you. When you get hurt in a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck, you need to think Lebovic Law Group. At Lebovic Law Group, you come first. We work to get you all the money you are entitled to. Injured? You need to call or click Lebovic. Lebovic Law Group, the exclusive sponsor of the Miami Hurricanes and proud sponsor of all things you. Go you! All right, so you had committed in secret to my how long now I used to be in the recruiting mix, I'm not. So how long were you secretly committed for? Probably around well, I told Coach Wright, former DN coach, probably about a month and about three about six weeks before I told Coach Cristobal I just told him to keep it. No, nah, six weeks is a stretch. I say about four four and a half weeks before I told Coach Cristobal. Then uh, I just told him to uh, keep it a secret and I wanted to surprise Coach Chris Ball with it on my OV, but then it was a long time. I was just on the phone with him, and I'm like, why not? I told him him and Coach Wright was in the same room, and I told him the biggest smile in the phone, Coach Wright. Wait, wait, wait. So you committed to Coach Wright first, but you did not tell Coach Chris Ball? I didn't because I was, I was trying to tell him in person, but I didn't get to see him. And you wanted to surprise him on your OV? Yeah, but I was on the phone with him talking, and I was just like, why not? Give me the reaction. Hey, he was smiling from ear to ear, man. <laughs> he was on a plane. I forgot what he was going to, but it was just him and Coach Wright on the plane. And he went from, like, a bright red tomato. He was just smiling. Did he, like, a pump a fist? Or he, got, he had a big, a big giant let's go with probably some language you can't share here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely was that. And you wanted to keep it a secret. Why? For him? Or you had, like, a certain date in mind? Uh, No, it was just for him. Well, I... Pretty, like, everybody on the staff knew but him. So <laughs> I was just trying to surprise him with now, Does he know that after the fact, that he was the last one to know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> now, was this always the place you were going to go? Come on. Um, Really, I never knew where I was going to go because I was just trying to find a spot that was best for me. So I can't really say I was going to go. Okay. I was just trying to find whatever weighed out of my options and what, what was the best. No, you give don't, that's the PR answer, bro. I don't want the PR. No, I'm, the I'm so serious. I'm so serious. That was that was the actual. All right. So then, what? What? Obviously, you're from here. You played here. So we all know that. But what finally, with Coach Cristobal and that staff that came in, what finally it made it clear? As you look back, what made it clear? Like, yep, I'm staying home. Really, 
obviously it was like the relationship with the coaches, but I just sat down one time and I was talking to a janitor at my school. And he was just telling me that like the impact I could have on the kids in the community and the love I get from the community. And that's something that's like, it just awed me in the moment and shocked me. Then I went home a couple of days and I thought about it. And everything just dialed down. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to commit. I feel like it's the place for me. You've said, I don't know, I've lost track of how many times you've said it's been like the best decision you've ever made. But what I wanted to ask you, Ruben, is staying home for people, kids like you, it definitely kind of you're part of the fabric, right? You're, you're, you've are you're been, you've grown up as a kid playing football, seeing guys at the University of Miami, and now you're that person. But you really seem to embrace it. Like you enjoy, I feel like you enjoy the relationship you have with the community now that you are a hurricane. Do I have a good sense of that? Yes, absolutely right. Because, I mean, when I was a kid, coming around with my uncle around the facility, and out of that practice at games and everything, I was just running around the facility, asking for gloves, asking for pitches and stuff like that. And now I feel like everything came full circle because after practice, I got kids running up to me having the same reaction I had when I was little. And I don't, I don't take that for granted because that's something that I've been blessed with to be able to do. And when you're out on the town, do you get do a lot of people stop you? It depends on where I'm at, but uh, usually, like, if I'm – if I'm in the area I grew up in, yeah, people will. Or if I'm like, I walk into like a quick restaurant, but grab something to eat, and people recognize me and just say what's up or something like that. So, reflecting back on what the janitor at Miami, I assume it's right at Miami Central, right? Uh, well, actually, I went to um, Turner Tech. Oh, you went to Turner Tech, right? Okay, that's right next door, right? Yeah, right next door. So you went to Turner Tech, played at Miami Central. Yes. So the janitor, reflecting on that, what he told you then. And how this first year went now, how impactful all those words that you've been able to live it? Very, because I'm actually, like you just said, I'm actually able to live it. And it's something that I wake up every day and see and feel. I mean, just say it like I have a little brother that plays for the Ravens. So anytime I'm not going to his games, watching them, I actually see the impact that I'm actually making for the community once I go out to games and things like that. How old is your little brother? He is eight. He's eight. So there's three of you or there's more? How many siblings? We got your older brother. He's not like my actual biological brother, but it's just someone I'm real close with. I got you. But how many, how many, so you got your older brother, right? Reggie. My older brother, I have a middle, uh, my sister, she's the middle child and it's me. Okay. How does she treat the both of you? You guys have a good, you guys good? <laughs> yeah, I have a closer relationship with my sister, but she can be very, very mean at times. Mean? Yeah. Not motherly, but mean. It's like, yeah, I guess you could say that in ways because, like, she thinks she's my mom sometimes and act like <laughs> I have to. But, yeah, she she can't be mean and nice. She pick and choose. I got you. But you love her. Obviously, you love her. Definitely. Obviously. So give me an example. How can she be mean? Like, I remember, like, when I was little, my mom would go to work. And this would be, like, in the summer or something. My mom would go to work. And she would tell me to, like, do chores or something around the house and I didn't want to. So she'll try to call my mom to force me to do the chores and things like that. And how did it end up, though? Did you do the I chores? The chores. Yeah, <laughs> I my, mom, my mom put me on the phone and I ended up doing the chores. What does your mom do for a living? She's a correctional officer. Well, uh, that's what I, I, th I thought that. So you better listen to mom. Yeah, definitely.
change the trajectory of your career, or find your new passion. Both are possible at the University of Miami's Division of Continuing and International Education. The division offers over 50 courses with online and hybrid options for on-the-go professionals and busy parents. Visit miami.edu slash DCIE to learn more or call our enrollment advisors at 305-284-4000 to discover which course is right for you. You know what? I apologize. I should have asked. I feel like Hurricane Nation knows your mom. I don't know your mom, but I feel like your mom's very present. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I want to know, because they, they also take the reaction to you kind of telling your mom, who was happier? You or mom being ACC Rookie of the Year? Really, man, I think it was a tie. She was struck for words. But if you see, if people that have seen the video, they seen her reaction. They heard it. And that was real. That was the real her, raw and uncut. So is she your biggest supporter? Definitely, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And how much has she done to help you get here? I mean, a lot, really, just not even from having me go out to do things, but just a love, uh, a love and support standpoint. Like, just, just mentally supporting me and emotionally supporting me. So if she is a corrections officer, I imagine she's pretty tough, right? Yeah. As a mom watching you play football, Growing up, Optimus Central. After games, hey, Ruben, you did a good job? Or, hey, Ruben, that wasn't good enough? Well, usually she always telling me I'm, I played a good game. Really. So she wasn't a tough critic? No, nah, not really. Well, because, like, she don't understand football that much. <laughs> she understands football to the point where... She understands when you make plays. Yes, basically. Or, or, or like, at first, she, she kind of getting the hang of it now, or, or really got the hang of it now. But at first, like, my first couple years of high school, she just knew if I made a tackle, it was a good job. And that's it. That's like why'd coach go for it on fourth down? Why'd that guy do this? Why'd they throw yeah. the flag? Right? You gotta answer a lot of questions. Yeah. But she got better with it over time. She's gotten better with it? Yes, she has. All right. One last thing on the award. Any chance you might send a thank you note to that right tackle from Clemson, the one you kind of like decleated and, <laughs> and like pushed in the air a little bit? Any chance he gets, you know, just hey, appreciate you helping me out? Uh, well, I guess this is thank you note, but um, yeah, that game was nice. Uh, it was good competition, good work throughout the game, and I just got the upper hand. I bet you, if we were not, if this was not a public, publicly, <laughs> if, th- if this was not going to be experienced publicly by a lot of people, your answer might have been a little different. I guarantee that you're 100 percent right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how about this? Take me inside the meeting room on, I guess maybe Sunday, and that play comes up on film with JT and Salave and your guys. How did that get received? Everybody loved it. They said it was a grown man move. Some words I can't say on here. But okay. I just made this word up. Was that the grownest man move of the, of your season? This season? Yes, definitely. Okay. But it sounds like you might have another grown man moving you back in high school. Yeah. I feel like I had a couple in high school. Can you recount them? Uh, recount them? No, nah, but my most memorable was versus Columbus. And what happened? Uh, It was a... Um, like a third and long play, and uh, I just like bull rushed the tackle, and he fell straight to the ground, and I ended up getting a sack, and it was just crazy. What was the total number of sacks in high school? Was it seventy? Do I have that number right? Yeah, seventy-seven. Oh, I shorted you seven. I think I keep shorting you on stuff here, Ruben. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. My apologies. So seventy-seven sacks, and your senior year, you had the most, twenty-nine. Well, I had twenty-nine both junior and senior. Yeah, I know it's crazy, man. 
So you were slacking off freshman and sophomore year then? Uh, not even because freshman year, I was getting used to it. But then sophomore year, we only had like six games because of COVID. Oh, so was, all right. I had 13 sacks that year. So I feel like if I had those... That's pretty good production then. That's pretty good production. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do we have a strip sack recovering a touchdown in your career? I almost had one, but then the ball rolled out of bounds. It was on the end zone. So I got a safety, but I didn't get the... I didn't get the um, touchdown. We are waiting for Ruben Bain's first career touchdown as a defensive player. Uh, College, yes. I scored on defense before high school. You did? What happened? Yeah. It was a fumble recovery. I just picked it up and ran. Right, yeah. all right. So it wasn't a strip sack fumble. It was Someone mm-hmm. else did it, and you picked it up and ran. Yes. Okay, all right. We got to get one in college. Definitely. I'm John Davis, Secretary of the Florida Lottery, and I'm proud to lead an agency that is creating brighter futures for Florida students, families, and communities. As the primary funding source of the Bright Future Scholarship Program, the lottery has helped nearly one million students reach their dream of a post-secondary education. And we will continue to do our part to ensure that every student across this state is aware of these opportunities and has the resources needed to succeed. Because together, we can build a brighter future for all. Okay, I'm imagining your phone was lit up with text messages and calls right after you won. Yes, it still is, honestly. Okay, so, so far, the best one you got. One that really hit home. I'm sure a lot from your teammates, anyone that caught you off guard. From somebody you weren't expecting. That caught me off guard. Um, I can't even say it. Nobody really. Okay, so what was the best? What was the one that hit home that you've read? Like you've read it more than once. Read it more than once. Honestly, I just seen my mom's the most because she like she kept posting about it. But as uh, far as like I kept reading, uh, I don't really know because I just been saying thank you, reading them, and just trying to reply to all of them. For the record, we just want to get Ruben off the hook. If he hasn't replied yet, he's going to get to you. He's been a little overwhelmed. Oh, very, very overwhelmed. Did your position coaches text you or they call you? Or you probably just saw him face-to-face, right? Face-to-face. I've seen him face-to-face. Oh, by the way, now I'm going to set you up, and you're going to owe me. I'm getting a cut of this one, okay? Okay. Has Sonic sent you any congratulatory notes? No, they haven't. I'm just still with you, man. I'm still with you. Bro, they are missing the boat, aren't they? I feel like they is, but my dad always told me everything happened for a reason, so I'm just waiting, being patient. That's legit your spot. Yeah, it is. I mean, I used to stay, like, right by the stadium last year. Um, I remember when I was a recruit, uh, I just walked to games. After the games, I'm going to Sonic. If, any, if I'm, like, hungry late at night, I go to Sonic. Uh, it was just crazy. I was eating Sonic probably like, two, three times a week. It was bad. What's the order? The order is a number three, which is the double bacon cheeseburger. Mm. Then some tater tots, large tater tots with an Oreo milkshake, no whipped cream. And I feel like I'm real hungry. I'll probably get like two corn dogs with it. Holy cow. Sometimes it'd be crazy. Like sometimes I get like two number threes. And like, mind you, the sandwich is probably like this big. And I just eat those. How good are the tater tots? I'm a big tater tot guy. That, honestly, that's what made me start liking tater tots, eating them from sun. Yeah, you got to get them fresh, though. When they fresh, they top tier. Yeah, and then you wash it down with a milkshake. Milkshake or sweet tea. That's how you put on all that weight, huh? Good weight. <laughs> yeah, 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 good weight. All right, so you came in. I remember, I ain't going to lie, we spoke after the spring game. You remember that? Yes, I do. 
and I'm not going to lie. The, it's really the first time ever I've heard all about you. First time I saw you. And I probably thought I'm picturing someone like JT defensive ends. And I'm sure you get this a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So you came in at what? Six, two, two fifty, six, three, two. Well, give me, give me what you came in at. I was, well, I guess my like weight never got updated on like just the uh, recruiting things, but I was like 270, 270 flat. Coming out of high school? Yeah. And how tall are you? Six, two and a half. Six, two and a half. All right. So what do you weigh now? I'm 280, like 282. So you really hadn't put it, you haven't had to put on that much weight per se. Well, not really. But your strength. Yeah, that jumped up crazy numbers. Give it to me. Give me the ones that people can relate to. Give me the bench. Give me the squat. The bench. Um, I went from 275. Wait, 275? Yeah, I came in doing 275. July I hit like 415, but I felt like I could have hit more. But the coaches then Coach Phil told me we couldn't because I'll be here all day. <laughs> but, um, then squat. I always squatted real heavy, as everybody know. I got big legs and stuff like that. So, um, high school, I was squatting like five twenty-five. Then came uh, a lot of time we squatted. It was no more than like five thirty-five, but they didn't let me go up again because they said I would be in all day if I'm trying to. What just to try and max out? Yeah, just try to max out. We got to. Who is it? Who's the guy? Was it? Who's the running back for the Browns? The Chubb. Nick Chubb, yes. We got to get you some Nick Chubb action. Yeah. That yeah. bar's breaking over your back. Man, that's a strong dude right there. That is a strong dude. So have you always been, like, stronger than everyone else? Yeah. It's like around people my age, yes. But now I got to college and high school. We're already high school. And that's why I've seen, like, the big, huge gaps. I'm guessing if you were playing, what did you say? It was Bunch Park or Gwen Cherry? Uh, Gwen Cherry. Gwen Cherry or Mommy Gardens Ravens. I'm imagining now there weren't too many people that were giving you a problem. No, not really. I was just <laughs> I was like, having my way, honestly. I would have loved to see some old film of you, dude, crushing some 11 year olds. I think my uncle may have it. I had to check with him and see. Who, Tolbert? Uh, no, my my um my other uncle, Uncle Herman, he used to come to the game and record him. He may have something. Imagine a bank that cares about you. One that sees their customers as part of a team with a common goal to achieve their dreams. Well, imagine that. There is one. We're Amarant. We're ready to help you wherever you are in life and just as importantly, wherever you want to go. Amarant, official hometown bank of the University of Miami Hurricanes, member FDIC. All right, so we know Jason Taylor. We, know, we, know, we don't have to say who he is or what he does. What has he taught you? Taught me, uh, really, stay humble and be coachable, remain coachable. Because, you know, I was like a, a howdy-toddy kid coming out of high school. And he just, everything that I liked to do in high school, he just kind of, like, perfected it almost. He wasn't, like, the stubborn coach to be like, oh, do this my way, da-da-da-da-da. He sat me down and asked me what I liked and made a plan for me to continue on, like, perfecting those moves and those techniques. What do you like? What do I like? Well, since being around him, I found myself falling in love with long gun, um, a couple of double swipes, cross chops, things like that. And one thing we've been like, he told me to fix, uh, or keep in mind was my my first step and my 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 pad level, and that's something I done, like really really fixed since I got here. He did something beginning of the season. They did these camp reports, and he was talking to our guys and. 
he said, hey, look, I'll show my guys NFL film. Like, why not? So mm-hmm. has he shown you NFL film? And if he has, what has he shown you or who has he shown you? Well, he showed us um, like everybody across the board, really no specific guys. He just showed us the, like, like the, the work ethic that he put in, the motors that they play with, how fast the game is, the efficiency of their moves, and things like that. But the, thing, the main thing he, he harped on was having like that motor. What he also said in the same interview is he said, uh, and I found this pretty fascinating, I feel like you play this way. He said, everyone's got a first move, but who's got a second move? Who's got a third move? Who's willing to finish the play? Because everyone's got a good first move. What happens after that? I feel like that's been, that's a natural thing for you. I was wondering where that effort from the style of play, that effort you play with comes from where? Really? That's just, that's just how I, I am. That's how I've been since a kid. I always played hard, um, whether that was football or basketball. I always just gave every play everything I got. Wait, so you, were, you played hoops too? Yeah, I did up until you played. Did anyone get any rebounds over you? Oh no, no, no! That was one thing I, I would not want to. I would not want to get boxed out by you, Ruben Bain. <laughs> that was one thing I was big at rebounds. I wouldn't want to take a charge from you either, to be quite honest. No, I ain't taking no charge. No, I don't. No, 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 no! <laughs> I don't want to take a charge from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah! I wasn't doing all that. I was more of a try to euro step or something. Get out the way. Oh, you were fancy. Not exactly, but I tried. <laughs> <laughs> this I can't believe. I went back and watched some of your media sessions from just this past. Just to, I'm always digging. I want to find, try and find some stuff that a little more interesting than just the usual mundane stuff. And someone asked you if that you liked the Dolphins growing up. But going back to one of your media sessions, and your answer was no. You didn't really like football growing up. Is that true? Yeah, I thought I was gonna be a basketball player all my life. And I didn't really ain't click it ain't like football ain't really clicked for me until like eighth grade. Like I was always good at football, but I didn't like it. I just like playing basketball more. So you wanted to be if you had your choice, you would have been in the NBA. Definitely. All right. So let's go back. Your game was so you were a Euro step, yet perimeter shot, three point shot, or like what's give me the game. Give me the break. Give me the scouting report on Ruben Bain. Well, uh now now I can shoot the three, but when I was little I couldn't. But um really I was more of like you're a step spinball kind of guy. Who was your team growing up? So if you didn't like the Dolphins, was it the Heat or somebody else? The Heat, definitely. But really, it was all, since uh, LeBron was here, I was just a huge LeBron fan. So when everywhere he went, I was a fan of that team. I feel like you'd fit in with Heat culture. I think that would be good for you. I think you'd be a yeah. perfect fit on that roster. I think I, I think I will too. <laughs> Join us at Gulfstream Park this spring with live action Thursday through Sunday. Enjoy entertainment outdoors at the Carousel Club or feast in Ten Palms. Not hungry? Visit our many on-site shopping locations from fashion stores to home furnishings. For schedules, reservations, and tickets, visit GulfstreamPark.com. All right. You said it's really good having your mom around. Like she's at practice, she's at games. You love seeing her there. What When you see her, when you're grinding and you see her, you think what? Like what comes to mind? What does it do for you? It motivates me really because the only thing I'm thinking is that my mom's watching. I feel like anybody correlated to this, that that's the biggest motivator that any young man can have. Now, you said she doesn't know much about the game, but is she loud? Is she a loud talker? Is she a cheer? Is she a screamer? Or is she to herself? Loud talker, man. But it's actually one clip of the, of the spring game. She's in the stands, and it was on one of my sacks. You could hear her from like the TV view. On that's TV. my boy. That's my boy. There have been times in games all I heard, so she she could she could be loud. That's how a mom should be. 
hope everybody get the experience back because it's, it's, it's a once in a lifetime thing. I feel and it feels good. And your dad played football too. Yes, he did. And he played where? At Morris Brown. But he was a what? An offensive lineman. Yes. You guys ever got go at it in the yard? No, <laughs> I, I left that to my older brother, and that was between them. Last couple of things, Ruben. So they did a little profile on all the freshmen at the beginning of the year, kind of asked you guys like five questions on the website. Christy did it. And I, I never got to use this during a game, but you're really into photography. Yes, I am. And that started how? Just having a random conversation with my uncle when I was like 12, 11, 12. And he asked like what I like to do. And I was just like taking pictures. So he got me a camera when I was in seventh grade. And I've just been taking pictures ever since. What kind of stuff do you like to shoot? Sports, non-sports? Uh, yeah, sports, but lately I've been doing a lot of landscape stuff. Really? Yeah. Like what? Um, just taking pictures around the city of Miami. Anything I can feel like that's artistic in a way. And you, where do you post this anywhere? Where, where, where does this go? Um, really, I just do it for class on my own keeping. Okay, so we're not, we can't see it. Uh, yeah, no, no, this <laughs> stuff working on. And this is what you want to do once football is done. Is this, uh, this is something you want to kind of pursue? Yeah, I feel like another talent of mine. So yes, definitely. You got to pick the brains of those guys that shot that video. You walking out of Mario's office. <laughs> That's actually something I'm uh, pretty good at too, like videography too. I got one. You should go down there one day. You make a couple edits to send out to future recruits and sign at Ruben Bain. I bet you they sign in two seconds. Yeah, I think they will too. All right, my friend. Hopefully, we'll, we'll become better friends. How about that? I don't want to just assume we're friends. But, uh, amen, in all seriousness, it was a joy to watch you play. It's always a pleasure to be around you. And seriously, congratulations on the award. I want to be the last person to congratulate you for being ACC Rookie of the Year. And since we're taping this before you go to Charlotte, man, go up there, dress to the nines, go grab that trophy with a big smile. Thank you, I will. But I don't think you're going to be the last. Uh, well, I'm somewhere in the middle then. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Thank you. Have a great night, man. Safe travels. And honestly, dude. Oh, last thing. The future is what for Miami Hurricanes football? The national championship. We'll leave it at that. See you, buddy.